Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy. Yeah, supposed to have three total. This would be the third one because they did the first one and then canceled the second. Is that right? Right. But when gotcha. he backed out of the second one, I, I don't know, left me with the impression that was it. But no, it's on this week. So we'll get to that story here in a bit. Also, actor Jeff Bridges. Announcing he has cancer. We will get to that story here shortly. And Carol Baskin from Tiger King making a big announcement of her own. We'll get to all those stories here in a bit. But first, let's begin this hour's e-news with this Thursday's debate between the president and Vice President Joe Biden. Yeah, so Thursday's debate between uh, Donald Trump, President Trump, and Joe Biden will be a little different from the last one. And it's a huge role change that's happening. That's okay. I thought it was just me. (laughs) <laughs> that was me. There's going to be a big role change. So when each candidate gives their initial two-minute response to a debate topic, the other guy's microphone will be cut off. And after those two minutes, an open debate will, de- will begin. And during that, the mics will not be muted, but interruptions will be interruptions by a candidate will count towards his time. And the president is okay with this? Well, evidently he said that he is okay with it because his campaign says that they're committed to debating Joe Biden regardless of last minute rule changes from the bias commission and their latest attempt to provide advantage to their favored candidate. Hmm. But I don't understand like how, how, what do you mean it counts towards their time? So, so they start the topic, the mics are muted, then they're allowed to open debate. And if they interrupt, how are they going to decide when the interruption happens? Because the last time it was all interruption. As I understand it, um, you're you're given like two minutes to say for your piece or whatever. Yeah, but then after that, it's open season. And for what? Like the next two minutes? That is unclear. <laughs> <laughs> so they'll have plenty of opportunities to interrupt each other, but yeah. there is that part where when you're when you're making your affirmative or your, your first, rebuttal. Your, your big initial response is muted, and then you're allowed to argue about it. That's how I interpret it. Is this it. the one that Kristen Welker is doing from the yes, Today Show? I Bless believe her so. Heart. I know. I th- she's very mild-mannered. I'm curious how that's going to we'll go for her. Yeah, as a White House correspondent, I think, you know, they 
got to have a relatively thick skin and be tough. So yeah, that may surprise us. I was trying to think of who it was yesterday when Chris was reading about this, and I was like, oh, from the from the morning show. Yeah. Well, she did. She does the weekend every mm-hmm. Saturday now with Peter Alexander. And Peter was it was funny over the weekend I was watching and he was just like, and Kristen Wilker is going to do the debate and good luck to you. <laughs> <laughs> good luck with that. <laughs> All right. Also this morning, actor Jeff Bridges has announced that he has been diagnosed with cancer. He made the announcement on Twitter last night. But the seriousness of the situation did not stop him from opening with a line from the big Lebowski. Uh, He said, I'm quoting here, as the dude would say, new bleep has come to light. I have been diagnosed with lymphoma. Although it is a serious disease, I feel fortunate that I have a great team of doctors and the prognosis is good. I'm starting treatment and will keep you posted on my recovery. He added, I'm profoundly grateful for the love and support for my family and friends. Uh, thank you for your prayers and well wishes. And while I have you, please remember to go vote because we're all in this together. Love, Jeff. Uh, for what it's worth, uh, Jeff Bridges turned 71 in December. Lymphoma is a cancer of part of the immune system, and I guess there are several types. It's unclear which one Jeff was diagnosed with. Uh, one of his biggest roles, of course, he made reference to the dude in the famous movie The Big Lebowski. I'm the dude. So that's what you call me, you know, uh, that or uh, his dudeness or uh, duder or, uh, you know, <laughs> El Duderino, if you're not into the whole brevity thing. Yeah, so best wishes to Jeff Bridges. We got to take a break here. Uh, coming up, Chris, Pre- who was the, the best and worst Hollywood Chris? Hollywood Chris. There's a lot of Chris's in Hollywood. Yeah, Chris pa- Pratt, Chris Hemsworth. That's right. Chris Evans, Chris Pine. Also, Carol Baskin from Tiger King making a big announcement. And what random thing did Martha Stewart miss the most while she was in prison? Congrats to the L.A. Dodgers and the Tampa Bay Rays for making it to the World Series. This is annoying. At the same time, the Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Rodgers and the Rays are playing on Fox. NBC is uh, airing a competing World Series with the Astros and Braves. <laughs> this is how the fans here in L.A. are celebrating. They had a drive-in watch party at Dodger Stadium. Tickets for the World Series games to sit in the parking lot are $75 to bring your car. That's right. This quarantine has gone on so long. People in L.A. are now willing to pay $75 to get back in a traffic jam. <laughs> AMC Theaters is now offering a new way to go to the movies during the pandemic. Listen to this. The country's largest movie theater chain now allowing guests to rent out an entire theater for up to 20 people. Nothing lifts your spirits like watching Sonic the Hedgehog in an abandoned building. (laughs) CVS Pharmacy announced that it plans to hire 15,000 additional pharmacy technicians to help dispense medication and coronavirus tests. And this is nice, a second cashier. (laughs) 
641, Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. Rainy weather early this morning with some fog mixed in there, too. And then a little drier this afternoon. Cloudy skies and a high of 63. Right now, 51 at Cincinnati's Q102. No one can agree on the best Hollywood Chris. There's a lot of Chris's. Chris Hemsworth, Chris Evans, Chris Pratt, Chris Pine. Hollywood is loaded with Chris's. So over the weekend... (laughs) Uh, a tweet went viral asking for the worst Chris with the choices being any of those guys, Hemsworth, Evans, Pratt, or Pine. Okay. The tweet said, one has to go. And it's racked up more than 7,000 comments and 13,000 retweets. Now, obviously everyone has a take, but according to those who sifted through thousands of comments, the respondents overwhelmingly... Voted out Chris Pratt. Oh. Really? Making him the worst Hollywood Chris. Uh, Several people noted how difficult it was to pick one, and one compared it to, like, you know, choosing between Friendly's ice cream flavors. (laughs) Vanilla, French vanilla, vanilla bean, and homemade vanilla. <laughs> They're all vanilla. Yeah. yeah, but he's the one. Isn't he married to or dating Catherine Schwarzenegger, and they just had the baby and stuff, and he's in all those, like... <laughs> from the foggiest idea. Yeah, but he's in, all, like, those Jurassic Park movies. I mean, I feel like Chris people... Pratt. Yeah, yeah isn't that all sorts him? of stuff. Yeah, yeah, I feel like he's one of the ones Parks that people like, but, man, they gave it to him. Well, huh? the original poster noticed that Chris Pratt appeared doomed, so she tried to make it harder by replacing Chris Pratt with Irish actor Chris O'Dowd. He was on the British show The It Crowd uh, and the epic show uh, The Epic Show Get Shorty. He was also in Bridesmaids. In addition to this Chris-off, the original poster did a Tom-off with Tom Holland, Tom Hiddleston, Tom Hardy, and Tom Hanks, but that has not gone viral. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I would have voted him. I might have picked Chris Evans. Isn't he the one that just accidentally put his junk out there? Correct. Yeah. So maybe, I don't know. I like that one. Yeah. You like him? Yeah. He's cool. Pretty great. Definitely not Chris Hemsworth. He's so good looking. There's a guy from Saturday Night Live that was in all those cheesy movies in the 90s. Adam Sandler? Chris Kattan or something. Oh, Chris Kattan. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe he could go. Where's he in the list? (laughs) And why isn't he on the list? Well, here's something, Tim. I know it was funny last night. Tim and I were texting back and forth, and we were texting about a work matter. And then I sent him a text and said, and also this. And it was a link to a story that Carol Baskin from Tiger King has now announced that she is bisexual. She said she actually goes both ways, and she doesn't mean human and tiger. She means male and female. Okay. Huh. I know. Do you have a little clip of her saying? I think I do. Let's play it. I have always considered myself to be bisexual, even though I never had a wife. I could just as easily have a wife as a husband as far as the way I feel about us. I think we are all one and that we are all, I just don't see us as being different genders or different colors or different anything. Yeah, she also thinks that she was born inside the wrong body. She says, I was always very male-oriented in the things I did. I never had many mothering instincts or anything, you know. She said she never really played with dolls or anything like that. So, hmm. No, no, good old Carol. Yeah. Any she word she on, her, on her a... <laughs> husband, the, the living one? I don't know, but she said she always felt like there was something off there, and she couldn't quite put her finger on it. Because hmm. that guy she's married to now is an interesting cat. He yeah. is. 
He and he really does. I know, Jeff, you haven't seen the show, but in watching the show, like he really does anything and everything she asks him to do. Some people just like to be led, including domination. Like as far as like she will their wedding photos. He was like on all fours. She had a leash on him. He was like like a cat. It's Mm. very interesting stuff there. He's getting something out of that. Yes, he is. (laughs) Meanwhile, Martha Stewart. You may recall Martha Stewart did five months in prison 16 years ago for insider trading. And Rosie O'Donnell visited her behind bars. In a new interview, Rosie O'Donnell says that when she saw Martha, she asked what she missed the most. And she fully expected Martha Stewart to say something like, oh, you know, I miss my daughter or I miss my dogs or something (laughs) I thought you meant food, too. <laughs> I thought you would have been like, what food did you miss the most? You know? Well, that was her answer. Yeah. She, she said, instead of saying, I miss my daughter, I miss my dogs, she said, the flavor of lemon. Of course she did. That's Vera martha I thought she would have said, like, crema or something. Yeah, Maybe something food. along those lines, right? A homemade butterscotch. Yeah, a, a, a good aioli. Or, right. <laughs> what's that? Um, oh, mole. <laughs> Right. Well, that is not the answer Rosie O'Donnell was expecting. She was expecting something, you know, a little more heartwarming, like, oh, I miss my daughter. I miss my dogs. No, the flavor of lemon. Mm. Rosie said she joked, quote, oh, if I would have known that, I would have shoved one up my, and I could have got one, one in for you. Whoa. Brought in some, uh, some lemon. That's a big, that's a big task. Yeah. (laughs) I know. Lemon up there. You know what? I appreciate it, but you can just, you can keep that. (laughs) I didn't know they didn't serve lemon in prison. I guess not. Uh, she did eventually cover her lemon craving. She arranged for a Capri lemon tree from Italy to be waiting on Martha's front porch on the day she returned home. That's nice. That's wild. I didn't really realize those two were close. Like, did Martha have a lot of visitors in the prison? I, I, don't, I don't know. remember that. Uh, maybe they were neighbors or something. Rosie also said that it was surprising that Martha asked had asked her to come visit because she says they weren't really friends. Oh, see, there you go. She said they knew each other as celebrities, but they had never gone to dinner. They had never hung out before. She said it kind of broke my heart to think that of all the people she knew, she had to invite someone she sort of didn't know to come all the way to Lynchburg, Virginia. Oh, Like, I literally had to get a plane to go there. <laughs> <laughs> So I wonder funny. who will come see me in prison. Let's see if Rosie O'Donnell will do it. Right. <laughs> Show enough. Yeah. All right. So here's one other re- neat, fun thing for us for Halloween. So science has now determined the scariest movie of all time. Ooh. The scariest movie of all time is Sinister. Sinister. I don't think I've seen that yeah, one. Same. It stars Ethan Hawke as a true crime writer who moves into a house where a family was murdered and then, like, stuff happens. It mm. came out in 2012, and it wasn't one that I don't think, like, any of us have seen. So I'm wondering if maybe it was just one of those ones that they sidebar released close to Halloween, and then mm-hmm. it became, like, a cult favorite. But here's how they figured it out. What they did was they had fit, they picked 50 different horror movies, and they had 50 people sit down and watch them all. And then they put a heart monitor on them. And then they also gauged like how long like how many beats per minute or whatever it would take while they were watching certain scenes insidious came in second it was kind of a tie between sinister and insidious and there was an average heart rate of about 86 beats per minute as they were watching the movie 
Hmm. Two movies. Now I gotta watch this movie. Yeah, but even classic ones like you think like The Shining, Halloween, Scream. Those are all like way further down the list. Most of the stuff at the top, The Conjuring, Hereditary, Paranormal Activity came in at number five, which that's a pretty scary one. All of a sudden, like the you're watching and it's like whoosh, and a wow. ghost will go across the stage or screen, yeah. and you're like. Oh. So yeah, those are some of the scariest movies. If you guys want to start your Halloween, we got about a week ish to yeah. Halloween. So yeah, I'm not really into slasher movies, you know, like the thrillers all the way. Yeah, psycho thrillers are my favorite, absolute favorites. You know, when they're just like gory and gross, or I'm seeing people like truly suffering, that's not really fun for me. Yeah, I'm not into any of that. We watched uh, Bedknobs and Broomsticks. (laughs) Hocus Pocus. We watched Hocus Pocus. (laughs) We're watching that Haunting Hill thing, which is. If you're, yeah. I love the first one. It's the first Hill one. House. I've watched enough to kind of figure out what's going on, and then we started the second one, and I'm like, I have no. idea. When you say the second one, meaning the, the Bly House one. versus yeah. Hill House, yes, I got you. Much. See, I much really liked as, the. I didn't mind the gory stuff until I started watching the Saul movies. Nope, too much. And those nope. just were no all no. over the top for me. Yeah. And then I kind of went more like psycho thriller ish. That's where I'm at. Yeah. All right, we're Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy.